Is the market going to crash again? The short answer is yes, there is always going to be another crash. Perhaps the more precise question people are asking is if there is going to be another market crash in 2020. Now, I'm not Nostradamus and literally no one can predict the future of the markets. But what we can do is to prepare ourselves for different scenarios and create a strategy unique to our risk tolerance. Remember that investing is not a one size fits all. And while everyone and anyone should be investing in order to break free from the paycheck to paycheck rat race system, what makes sense for my investment portfolio may not make sense for yours. In this video, I'm gonna show you an overview of how I've prepared myself for the last quarter of 2020. I'll be looking at historical data on the past eight election years and will take into account the pandemic and the surge of individual investors, which has helped shift the market sentiment this year compared to the past election years. I'll teach you my secret and super simple risk management method and of course, my latest price targets for the markets. This video is sponsored by Investiva's Make Your Money Work For You Power Course. So if you are interested in taking control of your financial future and to make your money work for you so that you can sleep soundly at night, even if you're super busy with life and kids, and even if you're not a math whiz, then head over to learn.investiva.com forward slash yes, register your seat for my free masterclass today. We're going to cue in the intro, and while we do that, head over to the comment section and tell me whether or not you're already invested in the stock market, or if you're just thinking about getting started. We are going to cue in the intro, and let's go! four-time and a newly best-selling author and the founder of the Investiva movement, the march to jump on to take control of your financial future and to make your money work for you. My mission is to help 1 million moms start investing on their own by the year 2025. So if you are a mom and or if you know of other moms who could benefit from taking control of their financial future, please spread the word and help us make this huge shift in this male-dominated field. The best place to start is learn.investiva.com forward slash yes. The market has been incredibly volatile since the COVID-19 pandemic started. We first had the massive sell-off in the beginning of the pandemic, followed by the recovery of a few sectors and the boom of some others, especially in the tech industry, while the rest of the market struggled or even filed for bankruptcy. The biggest myth in the current market situation is the fact that we're literally at record high unemployment, continued economic intervention by the Federal Reserve, and a mounting death toll from the coronavirus. So it kind of feels like the stock market has been disconnected from the reality, right? And it gives us even more reasons not to try to time the market, because while some people could see great results, others could face a huge risk. The main two risks every investor is facing right now are these. Number one, the risk of missing out on great deals, and two, the risk of buying at a very high price right before the next market crash. So before getting too deep into the market analysis, I'm going to give you my simple method of managing my risk and invest with a peace of mind so I don't die from a heart attack every time the market goes up or down. So once I find an asset that I really want to add to my portfolio after doing fundamental analysis and knowing that it's suitable 
to my portfolio, be it Bitcoin or Tesla or Apple or even a boring high dividend paying index like Blackstone Mortgage Trust, I ask myself these two questions. Number one, will I be upset if I buy today and its price drops by 50% tomorrow? And number two, will I be upset if I don't buy today and its price goes higher by 50% tomorrow? The answer to these two questions will determine my willingness to take a risk. And once I commit to the risk that I'm willing to take, I don't have to check the market every two seconds after I buy the asset. I'm confident in my strategy. And no matter which direction the market goes the next day or weeks or months, I won't budge in. Now, I'd love to hear from you. What is the one asset that you wouldn't mind buying today, even if it crashes tomorrow? Chances are your answer is an asset that you believe has a very high long-term growth potential, right? Head over to the comment section and let me know, and I might just pick your answer for my next stock analysis video next week. Now let's get to the best ways to prepare yourself for a potential market crash. Again, we're not going to time the market. What I do is simply identifying the key psychological levels that the market could drop to during the next crash. And if it is something that I'd only want to buy on a sale and not at today's market price, I'll set buy limit orders there. Quick note here, there are actually two ways to put a buy limit order and there is a way to get paid whether or not your limit order goes through. My guest next week is going to explain all about the second method. So make sure that you're subscribed to my channel so you don't miss out on learning about this new technique. Today, we're first going to take a look at the market price action in the past election years, and then I'll give you my price targets for S&P 500, NASDAQ, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Currently, the NASDAQ uh, has had the best recovery after the pandemic simply because the majority of the stocks listed on NASDAQ were among the few companies who either benefited from the coronavirus or were not directly impacted by the lockdowns. The Dow and the S&P 500 have recovered, but not as much. So as you can see, the S&P 500 actually almost reached my next price target at $3,600 on September 2nd, just a crash towards the previous all-time high in the 3,300 zone. NASDAQ, on the other hand, is already above and beyond the pre-pandemic highs, and it actually currently looks like it may be forming a double top bearish reversal chart pattern. While the Dow Jones Industrial Average Average has already backed off before reaching the all-time high levels. In order to look at the past elections and how the market reacted, I'm going to first start with the Dow Jones. Switching to the monthly chart. I've already marked the monthly chart with all the important recessions in the past. We had the Great Crash. And then we have the collapse of the Bretton Woods system. We have Black Monday. We have the dot-com bubble, the subprime mortgages. That was the most recent one. And of course, then we had the coronavirus pandemic. So the, those are the obvious recession and the crashes. But what about the election years? The election is held every four years in November. And the market had actually already reached an all-time high right before the election in 2016. Then in the period leading to the election, we had had a little bit of a volatility. We actually had a formation of a double bottom chart pattern. And then after the election, the market actually dropped. It dropped for three months before it started to recover and reaching all-time high levels every single month for almost four years. The previous election was in 2012. The market had not fully recovered from the 2008 crisis by May. And then in September, it kind of inched higher, 
just to drop a little bit in November, and the recovery started right after the elections. The previous election was right in the middle of the subprime mortgage crisis. The market was obviously dropping, not as fast as it did with the pandemic this time around, but it was dropping pretty rapidly and everybody was panicking. The market continued to drop after the elections where Obama was elected the first term and the recovery didn't start until March. The previous election was in 2004 and the market actually recovered after the election and it was on an uptrend, it continued to go higher, but it kind of consolidated afterwards. So this is the first time in the past 16 years when Bush was elected the second term that the market didn't drop immediately after the election. We had the dot-com bubble burst over here and the previous year in 2000, the markets again dropped the two months after the elections. The only year that the market didn't drop after the election was 2004 so far. Then we get into the 90s. The 90s were a different era. Britney Spears and Eminem were rocking it and I was a teenager in Iran. So I obviously don't remember the markets back then, but again, looking at the charts in 1996, the market was just going up after the election. We had a little bit of a down month in December, but then the, con the market continued to generally go higher. 1992, the same thing happened. The market actually continued to go higher. Black Monday back in 1987 had a massive drop that only lasted for two months and then the recovery took over a year and a half. So what do we learn from looking at the chart going back this much? The first thing that we can learn is that whatever goes down is gonna go back up and the market in general is going to recover. So we are not going to fear a market crash. In fact, we're going to welcome a market crash. We already have had a massive crash happening and based on past performance, we haven't seen a major, major crash right after a crisis. Uh, and whether the recovery has been slow or fast, the market has generally gone up after the crisis. So chances are that we are going to see a volatility right after the election year and the pandemic, uh, but the market is generally gonna continue to go up in the four years to come. Now the Dow Jones recovery has obviously been slower and we already started September with a little bit of pullback. Based on Fibonacci tracement levels and the previous highs, we could expect the Dow to drop perhaps to the 26,000 zone at bare minimum. The S&P reached a new all-time high in September before pulling back. So we have to redo our key psychological level analysis over here. So again, a key support level for the S&P 500 is right above the 3200 level. And the next level is at the highs of August 2018, which was also resistance into 2019, just below 3000. There was a lower chance that we could see a drop to as low as $3,000. But again, nothing is off the table. So if you're looking at any chart that looks like the S&P 500, you could set buy limit orders at these Fibonacci retracement levels. Of course, 
numbers, the prices are going to be different if you're looking at a specific stock that looks like the S&P 500. And then we get to NASDAQ, whose growth has just been going on since 2012. Right after the pandemic, after NASDAQ had hit, reached an all-time high, the price dropped to as low as 50% of the trade smell level. And now we have a new high and a potential of a little bit of a pullback. While the first Fibonacci trade smell level is at around 110, I would say the most likely support level for NASDAQ would be at 119, followed by 110, and then 97. So if you're buying an index, I would continue holding well into the pandemic and after the elections. This obviously brings up the question, which one is a better investment, index funds or individual stocks? I actually have created a video about this in the past, which is in my YouTube channel. So make sure to check it out. Now, without getting too political, I'd love to hear from you. How do you think the results of the election could change the stock market? Do you think a Republican or a Democratic win would have a major impact on the stock market or it wouldn't actually matter as much. I would love to hear from you. Again, please be respectful to each other. I know the politics is a little bit of a crazy subject at the moment, but I would love to get a sense of the market sentiment and what you guys are thinking in terms of politics and finance. Again, thank you guys so much for joining me. I am making more and more videos every single week. So when you're subscribing to my YouTube channel, make sure to hit that bell notification button to get a notification when my next video is coming out. If you like this video, like it and share it with your friends and help us spread the word about the Investiva movement. Invest responsibly. And remember, the only path to true wealth is by making your money work for you.